This is the MLW Radio Network. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Blackheart, the head honcho off the Top Roast Podcast. If you love independent and professional wrestling and like all the juicy gossip of the wrestling industry, then look no further than here, OTTR Headquarters. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitch, and Facebook groups, and whatever that you get your podcast from with our, with our latest Last Week of Wrestling, After Darts, Under Boss's Hard Taste, and now a new upcoming trivia game show, Wrestling Every, coming soon. So if you like what you've seen, you love professional wrestling, you love independent wrestling, you love everything about wrestling just yourself, give us a tune. You know, you would not regret it. Blackheart out. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. My name is Thomas, and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah, yeah the mother, same mother and father. Your room was. Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. For we right? shared a room. I thought I knew your face. Yeah, we go we? way back, mate. Yeah. yeah, we should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do. We do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Broadcast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books, we're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also check us out on Twitter, at The Broadcast. That's B-R-O. Okay, yeah, yeah. Hey, the ending. Hey, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the Broadcast Podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C. We spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. Welcome to another episode of Headlines brought to you by the MLW Radio Network and the Front Row Material brand for Friday, June the 24th, 2022. Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast for everything that's going on in the world of professional wrestling. It's a podcast that allows you to go ahead and get all the headlines and get you back to your day. Headlines is a free podcast available anywhere podcasts are made available. It's a daily podcast that you can get anywhere, anywhere podcasts are made available. With that being said, let's go ahead and let's get right into the headlines over at E! Wrestling News. Impact Wrestling star reveals that she is a transgender woman. Ryan Clark is writing at this hour. During a recent interview with Breakfast Television in Canada, Impact Wrestling knockout Giselle Shaw revealed that she has been living her life as a transgender woman. Now, on making the decision to publicly reveal herself, she would go on to say, it's super crazy, but the more I speak out about it, the more it just gets normalized, and I feel more free and accepting of my own self and loving myself, and I think that's very important. Now, on the timing of her announcement with Pride Month, she would go on to say, and I quote, It means so much to me because I feel Toronto pride. It's about being proud and being authentic and true to yourself. So it's important to just love yourself and be who you are. Now, you can find out more about this story because Ryan Clark has this trending right now over on E-Wrestling News. Ryan Clark also has a story trending right now. Next week's WWE Raw TV tapings close to being sold out due to John Cena's big WWE. 
WWE return. Now, according to a report from the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, next week's episode of WWE Raw in Laredo, Texas is close to being sold out. The show will feature the return of John Cena. Now, prior to John Cena being announced for the show, there's 3,726 tickets that were still available. Now, that number is much, much less, and there believes that there is going to be a sellout. Earlier today, there were only 700 seats remaining. Now, it should be noted that Laredo, Texas is to be a strong walk-up market, so TV tapings will likely complete compete in the sellout. With more information on John Cena's historic return to WWE, continue following Ryan Clark as he will have all of the details. Ryan Clark also is writing an article today about the backstage news on what the original plans were for the Effie Jeff Jarrett feud in GCW. Now, as seen on The World on GCW, the event that took place several months ago, Effie faced off against Jeff Jarrett in a match that ended with Effie losing. Now, according to a report from Wrestling Observer Newsletter, the original plan is for the two men to face off in two rematches, but unfortunately they didn't happen. The second match between the two would have taken place during WrestleMania 38 weekend in Dallas, Texas, but GCW officials told Jarrett they were pushing it back. The match was then planned for an event in Las Vegas, but GCW once again postponed it. Now, of course, Jeff Jarrett is back with WWE, so that match and feud will no longer be taking place. For more information on the Effie Jeff Jarrett situation, go ahead and follow Ryan Clark as he will give you more details on that story. Ryan Clark is also writing in this hour, the Briscoes have been pulled from Impact Wrestling against all odds pay-per-view. But what's the reason? Impact Wrestling took to Twitter today to announce that Jay and Mark Briscoe have been pulled from against all odds pay-per-view, which will take place on July the 1st. Now, the original plan is for the Briscoes to team up with the Good Brothers and James Storm to face off against Honor No More. However, those plans have officially been changed. Now, if you follow Impact Wrestling on Twitter, the release and the announcement says as follows. Breaking. We received medical updates from Scott DeMore on the Briscoes after last night's attack by Honor No More. Briscoes will not be able to compete at against all odds. With more information continuing to come, please follow Ryan Clark and please follow Impact Wrestling as they will have more information on what's going on with the Briscoes. Let's go ahead and let's talk a little bit about Impact's ratings and viewership. Andrew Ravens has this article trending right now over on eWrestling News. This week's episode of Impact Wrestling on Access TV drew 108,000 viewers. Showbuzz Daily reported the numbers. Now this is the same number as last week's show, drew 108,000. The show did a 0.04 in the key demo of 18 to 49, which ironically was exactly what it was last week. Now this was the fallout from the Slammiversary from Sunday's pay-per-view event. If you'd like to find out more about the analytics and the ratings with Impact Wrestling, Andrew Ravens has all of that trending right now over on E-Wrestling News. Ryan Clark is also writing in this hour, MLW and Boss Fight Games announce a new toy deal. Now Major League Wrestling, also known as MLW, sent out the following press release today announcing a new toy merger deal with Boss Fighting Games. It is the following. Boss Fight Studio announces MLW action figure line licensing to bring the world of MLW to action figures, accessories, and so much more. In Norwood, Massachusetts, Boss Fight Studio creator and fan favorite action figures announced today that they have acquired the license to make Major League Wrestling action figures. For the first time ever, Major League Wrestling action figures and collectibles will be available featuring some of the league's most iconic and popular figures. Now, as a huge wrestling fan myself, I can't wait to bring MLW talent to the market in the form of an action figure, says the 
creators. Now, I'm extremely excited as a collector and a fan to the lineup. We're going to be working together on action figures and accessories and other forms of entertainment. While I reveal more in the coming weeks, I can promise there's going to be tons of excitement. With more information on this, please continue to follow E-Wrestling News as they will give you the latest on all of the dealings with the deal with the merger. Tony Khan says Zack Sabre Jr. will be facing a dream opponent at the Forbidden Door. Now, as many of you know, due to the injury to Brian Danielson, Zack Sabre Jr. is not really scheduled to have an opponent right now, but President Tony Khan says, you know, that will change. During a recent appearance on AEW's Unrestricted Podcast, AEW President Tony Khan announced that Zack Sabre Jr.'s mystery opponent at Forbidden Door will be a dream match for professional wrestling fans. He would go on to say in a quote, Zack Sabre Jr. is one of those wrestlers. He's a big draw, and I would have liked to have gotten to him in a ring sooner, but frankly, it was out of my control due to several things. But in this case, it's going to be worth the wait. He's one of the best technical wrestlers on the planet. It's going to be a great match with Zack Sabre Jr. and his surprise opponent that I bring in. I can promise you that it's going to be a highly anticipated dream match. For more information on this, continue to follow Ryan Clark, AEW, and Tony Khan for more information on what the big announcement is going to be with Zack Sabre Jr. Andrew Ravens is also writing in this hour, AEW is trying to get nominated for an Emmy Award. Now, they're also going to be involved in a big part of Shark Week due to the Warner Discovery merger. Dave Meltzer reported in the latest edition of Wrestling Observer Newsletter that there's several news items regarding AEW. First is the promotions lobbying to get nominated for Emmy Awards for Dynamite. Now, it was said that they are attempting to get nominated in the category of Outstanding Structured Reality Program. Now, in the past, WWE has tried to do the same thing with Monday Night Raw, but it never really worked out, and WWE decided they were not going to try it again. Also to know, AEW will be heavily involved in the Discovery Channel's annual Shark Week program, and AEW has already filmed a lot of promos for it. For more information on both of these stories, Andrew Ravens have them trending right now over on eWrestling News. Andrew Ravens is also writing in this hour, a new segment has been announced for tonight's WWE SmackDown. WWE has announced that Drew McIntyre will explain the path he will take to claim the undisputed WWE Universal Championship on tonight's episode of SmackDown. Now, Drew McIntyre is going to lay out his entire plan to go ahead and reclaim the top spot in WWE again. Once again, don't miss SmackDown tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7% Central on Fox. The lineup for tonight is going to be as follows. Intercontinental Championship match, champion Gunther is going to be taking on Ricochet. Money in the Bank qualifying match, Sami Zayn versus Shinsuke Nakamura. And another Money in the Bank qualifying match, Shotzi versus Aaliyah. You can keep up with all this information by following Andrew Ravens and eWrestling News as they will give you all the latest of what's happening on tonight's episode of WWE SmackDown. Andrew Ravens is also writing at this hour, Tony Khan confirms Jeff Hardy is officially in rehab after his most recent DUI arrest. As noted, Jeff Hardy has been charged with driving while license is suspended or canceled or revoked. Now that's a violation and the restrictions placed on his driving license and DUI alcohol charges of his third offense in 10 years. Hardy has been suspended without pay from AEW. Hardy did have a physical license that allowed him to rent vehicles. Now it doesn't appear to have caused any issues outside of North Carolina. Shortly after the arrest, AEW President Tony Khan stated that Hardy, if he was willing to go to rehab, would be only suspended indefinitely without pay, but completion of the program and he would consider letting him return to the company. For more information on this, Andrew Ravens has this article trending right now over on E-Wrestling News. Andrew Ravens also writing in this hour about Tammy Sitch. The attorneys Tammy Sitch has has been given grants to leave the case. WWE Hall of 
Famer Tammy Sitch's lawyer, Steve Delaroche, has filed a motion asking to withdraw as her legal representation in the criminal DUI manslaughter trial. Now, PW Insider reported that the Circuit Court of Volusia County, Florida, has granted Delaroche's request to withdraw himself as her representation. She will either need a new legal representation or she can accept a public defender. Sitch was arrested by police in Florida after being charged in connection with a deadly crash that took place on March the 25th. She is currently remanded in jail awaiting trial charges, which they still haven't set a date yet. She has pleaded not guilty. Now, a police alleged that Sitch was driving a 2012 Mercedes-Benz when her vehicle crashed into the rear of a 2013 Kia Sorento, which was stopped at a red light. And then that car crashed into a 2011 GMC Yukon, which was also stopped at a light. The driver of the vehicle hit by Sitch was a 75-year-old Julian LaFrancis, and he was pronounced dead once arriving at the hospital. If you'd like to find out more about what's going on with Sitch's continuing legal struggles, follow E-Wrestling News and Andrew Ravens as there will be more details following. Andrew Ravens is also writing in at this hour. More AEW New Japan Forbidden Door matches are expected to be added tonight on Rampage. AEW President Tony Khan confirmed during a press conference today that more Forbidden Door matches, especially for the buy-in, will be announced on AEW Rampage tonight. Now, the event will take place Sunday, June the 26th from Chicago, Illinois in the United Center. There are so many matches already on the card right now. Now, many believe that if two or three matches are added as well, this may push once again a four-hour pay-per-view. Now, many fans previously complained about the length of an AEW pay-per-view, but this one is definitely going to get some eye rolls. For more information on this, continue to follow Andrew Ravens and E-Wrestling News. Joshua Jones is writing in at this hour for E-Wrestling News that Cody Rhodes tweets praise to a wrestler and gives great detail. Cody Rhodes tore his pectoral muscle before Hell in a Cell. Although he's out of in-ring action for quite a while, he still has time to acknowledge the importance of fan criticism. Rhodes sent out a solidarity tweet last night calling out everyone who shames the fans. Rhodes would go and tweet to wrestlers who don't have a victim complex, the ones who hear and respect the audience, cheer and boo, and keep their chin up, realizing very few people can do what we do, the ones who put in the effort, the ones who don't try to shame the fans, realizing it's without them. With more information on Cody Rhodes, go ahead and follow Joshua Jones as he has more of this on E-Wrestling News. Andrew Ravens is writing that Ric Flair is commenting on all the health concerns people still have about his final match. Now, as many Many people know Ric Flair is on blood thinners and he has a pacemaker. Now, many people believe that this could be something very dangerous if he steps in the ring again, but Flair's decided that he's going to forego all of that and still continue with one more match. Ric Flair's last match is slated to take place in Nashville on July the 31st. Now, Ricky Steamboat was being courted for the match for the original idea, but that didn't happen. And then the Rock and Roll Express is going to team up with FTR to tick on Ric Flair, but there's a few hurdles in the way. Many people do not know that FTR still has not gotten the permission from AEW owner Tony Khan to compete in the match. Now, many fans on social media have also expressed their concern regarding his health, meaning Ric Flair, because he has a pacemaker in his chest. Now, there was a press conference this past Thursday, and Flair addressed all of his concerns, and he said the following. There are two things that could go wrong, Flair said. My heart's pacemaker can come unplugged, but I could just plug it back in. The other thing, as Jeff knows, I have an inner ear infection three or four times in my life. One, when Jeff hit me with a guitar 
and Jeff was actually going to drive me back home to Detroit. Now there are two things I'm worried about, the blood thinners and the pacemaker. But you know what? I won't take blood thinners on that day. After I took my first couple bumps in the ring with Jay Lethal, I became comfortable with training with him. And Jay's fantastic, Flair said. Once I took the first one, and then I took another one. The more people started coming to watch me, the more bumps I can take. In other words, now that I can do it, I'm flying around like in front of 7,000 people. Maybe not at warp speed, no, but I'm running the ropes, and I'm doing drop downs, I'm getting up and doing drills. I'm not taking all of the bumps, but you know what? It's all about timing and psychology. If you'd like to find out more about Ric Flair in his last match, continue following E-Wrestling News, and continue following Andrew Ravens. Andrew Ravens is also writing at this hour, WWE announces Undertaker 1 Dead Man Show during SummerSlam weekend will be taking place. WWE announced that The Undertaker will be doing a one-man show during SummerSlam weekend. Now, this is the official release that came out. Stanford, Connecticut, June 24th, 2022. Today announced that The Undertaker 1 Dead Man Show will take place and debut on Friday night, July the 29th at the Wild Horse Saloon in Nashville, Tennessee as part of SummerSlam week. Now, tickets for the show will go on sale Tuesday, June 28th at 10 a.m. Central Time at Ticketmaster.com. A number of limited VIP tickets, which include premier seating, a meet and greet with The Undertaker, can also be available. SummerSlam takes place on Saturday, June 30th, live from the Nissan Stadium in Nashville, Tennessee. There will be streaming live on Peacock in the United States and the WWE Network elsewhere. Now, for more information on this, go ahead and follow Andrew Ravens and E-Wrestling News as they will have more information on everything about the Dead Man's first live show. Brandon Ewing's writing in at this hour about MLW and their impending lawsuit against WWE. MLW CEO Court Bauer remains optimistic when it comes to the ongoing lawsuit involving WWE. MLW is suing WWE for intentional interfering with contractual relations intentional interference with prospective economic relations and a violation of the Sherman Antitrust Act and so much more. In a statement from Bauer to PW Insider, Bauer had the following to say, no comment. I can't comment on pending legal issues that we are looking for, but it's going through the process. I can continue to be increasingly optimistic that when we get our day in court, it's going to be a favoring uh, of the court, not just me. For more information on this, go ahead and follow Andrew Ravens. Go ahead and follow e-wrestling news as they will give you all of the information trending brandon ewing's also writing about slammiversary what were all the details regarding slammiversary what was the pay-per-view buy rate and what were the attendance now according to a report from the wrestling observer newsletter impacts slammiversary pay-per-view brought in 1200 to 1400 buys on the pay-per-view now this is up from last year's slammiversary it's also being said that the cable numbers were unfortunately bad the numbers from dish were said to be around 80 percent which is a bit unusual 22 percent of those who ordered Slammiversary also purchased AEW's Double or Nothing, while 14.3% ordered at least one day of WrestleMania 38, which was mostly viewed on Peacock. Only 526 people actually attended the show live. For more information on this, continue to follow E-Wrestling News and continue to follow Brandon Ewing as he will give you all of the details. Impact Wrestling is also making big announcements about a show coming up in Chicago. What's going to happen? Impact Wrestling is returning to Chicago, Illinois, this coming August. The promotion will present the 2022 Emergence event on Friday, August
August the 12th, and then the Second City Slam tapings the following night. Now, both events will take place from the Cicero Stadium. The city's hosted Bound for Glory in 2008. Now, the next time Impact will present a pay-per-view will be Against All Odds coming up on July the 1st. For more information on this story, continue following eWrestling News as they will have all of the latest. Brandon Ewing's also writing in this hour backstage news on Bruce Pritchard, who's been taking over as head of WWE Talent Relations. According to a report from the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, the general feeling backstage is that Bruce Pritchard's new assignment as interim head of talent relations has been mostly negative. John Laurinaitis reportedly had a better relationship with WWE roster than Pritchard, which has led to a lot of backlash. Pritchard is seen as being pretty quiet and not as approachable, with Laurinaitis being seen as the opposite and being more open to conversations. Now, one roster member said, it's a very scary change. If you'd like to find out more what's going on, continue to follow Brandon Ewing, who will have more news developing on this story for WWE here on E-Wrestling News. Let's go ahead and let's talk a little bit about Vince McMahon. Now, Brandon Ewing is also writing in at this hour, WWE holds all-hands-on-deck meeting regarding the Vince McMahon allegations. According to a report from PW Insider, WWE held an all-hands-on-deck meeting yesterday as Stephanie McMahon acknowledged the investigation pertaining to her father and former WWE Chairman Vince McMahon. Now, Vince stepped down as the chairman and CEO of WWE last week, with Stephanie taking over both of her roles now. Vince is now being investigated for an alleged payment made to an employee that he allegedly had an affair with, which resulted in Vince paying the employee approximately $3 million in the form of hush money. Stephanie said that everyone is aware of the investigation by the WWE Board of Directors and that her father has officially stepped back. Stephanie went on to say she loves her father in WWE and is willing to do anything and everything for WWE moving forward. Stephanie has been actively involved in meetings and would love to have her father involved as she was involved with him in the past. For more information on Stephanie and the All on Deck meeting, go ahead and follow E-Wrestling News as they will have more information forthcoming on this. If you're enjoying this podcast, it is your daily one-stop shop podcast to everything that's happening in the world of professional wrestling. Headlines is your one-stop shop. It's a free podcast that covers all the wrestling news from all major wrestling promotions so you don't have to scour Twitter or Instagram or even on the web. We are here to give you everything that you need. Let's go ahead and let's talk a little bit about Killer Cross. Killer Cross says the most recent Adam Cole promo, well, it was actually kind of bizarre. Now, Killer Cross departed from WWE late last year. He had a sin- since returned to MLW and made his New Japan debut, losing to Minoru Suzuki. Although the former NXT champion left the black and gold brand, he still looks back on one specific promo in detail. In an interview with the two-man power trip of wrestling, Cross weighed in on his Adam Cole infamous shoot promo he cut on him. Cole claimed Cross wouldn't be much without his entrance. Cross revealed that he got told that the written promo was unfinished, and then he explained the whole point of what made Cole look strong. Cross would go on to say he had hurt his wrist at the time, or something like that happened. Then he did the whole thing with Pat, and we were like, we need him in the Fatal 5-Way because he's going to lose soon, and we like to go over clean on everybody, so you can have clean skills and clean wins over everyone else, but this promo is really for him, and he's the one who's really looking strong. Now, Cross explained how he felt about the promo, how it almost ruined the mystique of his entrance, although he understood the reasons and believes the decision was still kind of bizarre. Now, Killer Cross remained on top of the NXT roster until his eventual call-up to Raw. He was successfully retained the NXT Championship in the Fatal 5-Way, involving Adam Cole. His final match as champion was against Samoa Joe. At TakeOver 36, Cross made his appearance in a WWE video game in WWE 2K22. For more information, continue to follow E-Wrestling News, as they will have more information on everything that's going on in the world of Killer Cross. Joshua Jones is writing at this hour, StarCast 5 News, and Jim Ross may be having some travel issues. Jim Ross 
Ross is known for his distinguishable play-by-play -play commentary in pro wrestling. He started commentating for sports radio and has since worked for many promotions. He's now a commentator for AEW, showcasing his years of knowledge in front of a new audience. Although JR is still commentating, he recently hinted that traveling is becoming an issue. On a recent Ask JR Live episode of AdFreeShows.com, JR said that he's uncertain whether he'll appear at the upcoming StarCast festivities. The event will be where Ric Flair is said to be having his final wrestling match. JR confirmed that he did not receive an invite, but is unsure that he is even going to travel there. He would go on to say, My foot swells so badly on the airplanes and the pain is just a little unbearable. Today it was horrible. Horrible day. Because I was on the airplane for so damn long. And the pressure in the cabin and all of that stuff. And a bunch of rigmarole. I know it's going to be great. It's going to be a hell of an event. And I'd like to just watch, but I still don't know yet. For more information on Jim Ross, continue following Joshua Jones as he has this article trending right now over on E-Wrestling News. Once again, if you're enjoying this podcast, it's your one-stop shop podcast to everything that's happening in the world of wrestling. It's a daily free live podcast that allows you to go ahead and get your news and get back to your day. Brandon Ewing is also writing in at this hour, William Regal on pushing WWE to sign Sami Zayn because of his admiration for him. During the latest edition of his Gentleman Villain podcast, AEW star William Regal spoke about Sami Zayn signing with WWE in the past and how he lobbied to get Zayn signed. Now, on pushing for Zayn to get hired by WWE, he would go on to say, one of the reasons I really like Sammy is the strength of his job. He kept the El Generico character going. I like that mystique. I heard the stories from people that I know, people on the fringes of our industry. He had met, and he had not taken off the mask, and he said very few words, even in Spanish. That goes a long way with me. Plus, I like what he did. He came for a tryout in FCW. I mentioned this before, but I didn't have any certain people in mind, but when I saw him, I knew he needed to be hired. He's somebody that I just really like. I knew there was something special about him. I just knew there was something magic about him. Now on Zayn's contribution to NXT and his admiration for Zayn's ability to connect with the audience. Regal would go on to say, and I quote, he's something very, very special and I can't say that word enough about what he did for NXT, but also what he did for independent wrestling. The way he busted his backside to get all over the world and did everything he did. The things he's done on his own time to help people is very admirable. A lot of things can be said about whatever happened in NXT and the transition to the main roster in WWE, but Sami Zayn figured it all out. Zayn has figured it out and he's a top WWE superstar and I just have nothing but admiration for him because to figure out how things work with an audience is really hard and he's done it. For more information on everything that is Sami Zayn and what William Regal had to say about him continue to follow E-Wrestling News as we will continue to give you the latest of all of the details regarding him. With that being said, that is going to do it for headlines. That's all of the headlines for today, Friday, June the 24th, 2022. I said it before, but I'll say it again. Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast to find out all the wrestling news that's happening, whether it's AEW, WWE, Impact Wrestling, New Japan, Ring of Honor, MLW, and so much more. We scour the wrestling websites to make sure that we give you a comprehensive detail about everything that's happening in the world by the greatest wrestling writers there are. With that being said, my name is Mike Freeland, and we will catch Catch you on the next episode of Headlines. The world of MLW Radio never stops.